short version of the podcast coming to you this week because we've got our live show on Thursday, which means nothing because by the time you hear this, we'll already be doing it. What am I working with? Dan, you have to take a, a finger. I, I, I feel for you all. You can do that, you'll only lose by 20. <laughs> I only own three stools. One of them is much, much higher than the other two, but it's basically like I've got two kids with me. Welcome to Utter Punch, your NFL podcast. It's incredibly boring. How is that yeah, boring? Carry on. If anybody mentions Taylor Swift, it's a straight red card and a two-pod ban. We got everything right last week. Yeah, cruised it last week. I'm pretty sure I only got one wrong. Professional, one wrong. Shh. Unbelievable. I tell you what, I tell you what. It's <laughs> Always makes me laugh, the beginning part of that intro. Uh, hello to Ravens fan Dan Horton. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Hello, in person. He's real. He's a real boy, Dave Keane. Yes, yeah, great to be here, then. Yeah. Look, uh, I can't <laughs> wait. Um, thanks for sounding so enthusiastic, mate. I'm... Look at you on your pedestal. Yeah, I know. On my high horse, <laughs> literally. Uh, on the way, little bit of a shorter podcast this week because we've got so many things going on. We will tell you about a couple of those cheeky little things as we go through the podcast too. But don't worry, still got a full preview of all of the week's TV games for you and our best picks for the Fantasy Game Day app. All of that on the way. This is Utter Punts. We are in association with endzonekit.co.uk and Beer Keller, and we are delighted to have them both along as our title sponsors. Thank you very much indeed. A little bit more coming uh, from both of those a little bit later on. I do want to just say, though, we are at Beer Keller this week for our live show. That's happening on Thursday. If this podcast comes out and you're in a loose end and you fancy coming down, then it starts at five o'clock and you'll be able to buy a ticket on the door. Otherwise... Beer Keller is the best place in Manchester to be watching American football. Brilliant. Wings, beer, loads of TV screens, like-minded human beings. They're just an absolutely belting bunch of people too. So it's in the print works in the centre of Manchester. They've also got uh, branches all over the country, including Halifax and Nottingham and Birmingham and Liverpool. Why you'd want to go there, I'm not mm -hmm. quite sure. But anywhere you want to go and watch the NFL... Uh, definitely Beer Keller is the place for you. You can find them out. Uh, just search Beer Keller Manchester and Google and you'll find exactly what you need to know. Um, we are doing a shorter version this week because of everything that's going on. So therefore, we're just going to dive straight into the previews, lads, if that's all right. And we will start on Black Friday. Dolphins against Jets. It's Dan's Jets against <laughs> somebody oh, else's Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, the fish. You go first. Yeah, you keep saying shorter. I can't think you're having a dig. <laughs> but just to be clear, I'm 6'2", Dave's 6'3". So how tall are you? Yeah, no, really tall. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm 6'7 anyway, but 6'7 <laughs> on an extended stool is, is making me feel a bit uncomfortable because yeah. I've got my stomach in shot as well, which is making me feel very <laughs> self-conscious. Uh, first Black Friday game, this. So Black Friday's games were announced this year, so part of a new TV package, so they'll be announced. there'll be a Black Friday game every year. Uh, the Jets, when it first came out, were uh, trying to be the Black Friday team. So they only came out to be the Black Friday team after the success of Hard Knocks. Um, I think they'd rather this not be on telly, though, <laughs> given what's happened in recent yeah. weeks. So Zach Wilson uh, benched, not more than benched. He's now the third string quarterback. Um, so he's going to play behind Tim Boyle and Trevor Simeon, which is just a scary uh, indictment of their season so far, really, and, and the planning they had going into the season with a 38-year-old quarterback and no offensive line. 
yeah. uh, these things tend to come around and bite you in the ass. Yeah, and you know, dolphins. Yeah, hold on though. A 38-year-old quarterback, but what a quarterback. Well, enough now. <laughs> I mean, Liam modelled himself on him. <laughs> giant Aaron Rodgers. Um, but, like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, I think most Jets fans will be kind of upset that they are getting a former Green Bay Packers quarterback making mm. a start for them. Finally this season. Uh, but, unfortunately, it's Tim Boyle. So, Oof. yeah. And the, the Dolphins, obviously... Uh, <laughs> They had Arcane back last weekend. Arcane lasted all of, what, three snaps and then went out, earning me a massive, like, point six on the fancy game day app because I suck at myself in there. Um, but, yeah, Dan did warn me. I and did I, warn I, me. I, I, <laughs> he did warn me. And I went, no, but it's a gamble, mate. Um, it was a gamble. It didn't pay off. Um, so, yeah, the Dolphins are still very high-powered pretty much everywhere. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Though. If Tim Boyle does give the Jets some kind of life on offence. I don't think that speaks t too much of his positive future. I think it essentially speaks of the fact that Zach Wilson might be done in the league. Because if, if, there's, a, if yeah. there's a distinct difference there, then, then, then it's two people with an even setup. I don't think there will be. I think they're, they're going to struggle, no matter who's in a quarterback, unless it was potentially a Hall of Famer. So. I think even then, for, for me, the, the defence that's been sort of holding them in games and sort of got them to a record, I think, burst against the Bills. And I, I don't know if we'll see the, the, that defence at that level again now. I think they've just been broken by, by having to carry the team so far. Um, Zach Wilson, I don't think he'll play for the Jets again. I think his draft standing and his natural talent will probably get him another opportunity somewhere else as a backup, probably next year. Uh, you look at some of the players like Carson Wentz being brought back into the league now just because of his draft calibre. Um, they always get a chance. They always get a ch second chance, generally. So it'll be interesting to see where he lands in the off-season, but I, I think he's played his last game in New York, and it's a, a, a tough environment for, for a young kid. But he's had his chance. I mean, that's, that's football for you, right? Unfortunately, it's, mm -hmm. it's a cutthroat business. It's a results-driven business, and sometimes it's just not going to go your way. Um, I mean, this Dolphin side, we've spoken about them time and time again, but they are so high-powered. They are any sniff of an opportunity... To, to score points and that's is exactly what they're set up to do coaching is absolutely fantastic too we've spoken about Mike McDaniel to we're blue in the face on this podcast but there's just something a bit different about the way that Dolphins are going about playing football and and you know they've been brilliant they have they looked a bit stagnant against the Raiders on on Sunday um, disappointing outing but I think with with the thought of Arkane coming back and then going out I think that changed their game plan they also lost Mostert through the game so he's questionable mm -hmm. Um, so they've probably got Jeff Wilson starting a running back. I don't mm. think it matters too much because of the scheme, and Wilson is, is lightning fast as they all are there. Um, Hill's also banged up, Tyreek Hill's also a bit banged up, but he says he'll definitely play. He's just worried about missing time playing Fortnite this week, apparently. Um, so, it, it, listen, if the Dolphins are the, the offense that they want, the, 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 they're trying to be, I think they've got far too much for the Jets, who, who need to score at least 30 points, and they haven't done that in about seven games. Um, I think there's a stat somewhere that a Dallas Cowboys cornerback has scored more touchdowns than the Jets. Full stop. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Um, uh, look, while we're talking about injuries, and, and I know we said we weren't going to do talking points, we were only going to do mm -hmm. the, the previews, but I think it's important, considering you've brought it up. Are, are we seeing the beginnings of the NFL clamping down on people not declaring their injuries? Because... 
We've mentioned it previously. Joe Burrow's story's come out this week where he wasn't declared, but we've already spoken about Jalen Hurts, who's clearly carrying some kind of injury, and, yeah. and that hasn't been declared. It, it's happening ac- across the piece, isn't it? Yeah, it seems like we're trying to gain an advantage, but the, the Burrow one's interesting. And actually, we, we got a question about Coach's Corner being about the injury report and why is it important. It's important because the league want absolute fairness. Uh, they want everyone to know who's playing and who isn't for the TV markets, for the gambling markets, for the gaming markets, things like that. They need to know who's playing. Yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow was pictured. The, the, the social media clips, if you follow any team on social media, they show them boarding the plane. And he was boarding the plane in his, in his game day threads, as they call it. And he had a brace on his wrist, um, which they posted. The Bengals See, social media being posted and then was taken off quickly. Um, it's just and a then, fashion statement. A fashion statement <laughs> is what they said. And then obviously it turns out, and now they've gone back and showed that he got injured in a game against the Texans the week before. Yeah. He hasn't been on the injury report all week, so they're saying he's practised him fully. Clearly hasn't been, he's had a brace on. Um, and you know, one quarter after the Ravens game, unfortunately for him, oh, um, <laughs> he went out of the game and biggest cheer of the night was when he, on the sideline, can't hold the ball. <laughs> I think this deserves a bit more of a chat, so why don't we slot that in for Coaching Corner for next Thursday's yeah, full episode and we'll cover, it. So we'll cover really it all in full. It's just really to put it on your radar that we are thinking about it, it's just because we've got this slightly truncated episode this week, it's probably best that we um, mention it and, mm. and move on, which is what we're going to do after we've got our picks for Dolphins at Jets. Dan, which way are you going? Uh... <laughs> Dolphins, unfortunately. Dave? Dolphins. It's a straight three-way Dolphins pick from the Utter Ponds. I can't see it going any other way. Jets just really struggling at the minute, even though there's a potential of, you know, Aaron Rodgers being back in the not-too-distant future. I still don't think it's going to be anywhere near enough, and it certainly won't be enough for this week. Uh, Sunday, 6 o'clock. These games have only just been decided, so uh, we're going to have to lean on all of our... I'm going to have to lean on all of your years of experience, boys. Uh, Jags at Texans is the six o'clock game. Dan went first last time. Dave's going first this time. Uh, the Jags were just the guys, eh? Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, Pat. Uh, yeah, um, there's a few people who listen to this who are Jags fans, and they say we don't talk about them enough. We have an opportunity because you're on TV on the Sky Games. So. Basically, Trevor Lawrence, he is a quarterback who was taken number one overall. He was touted as a generational talent. He's not shown that yet, but he is a good quarterback. Uh, and he is something to build around. And Doug Peterson has done an incredibly good job there. Yeah. Um, he, he, I mean, he won the Super Bowl with the Eagles. It went sour there. Um, not sure why. Obviously, the Eagles have had some success since. Um, I don't hate him anywhere near as much as I used to. Not that he cares, but um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, it, it is it is something which I think it's a good game between two good quarterbacks. CJ Stroud could well have gone number one overall. I think we mentioned that previously on, on the pod. I think the coaching staff, uh, the team that picked number one overall, wanted him. Um, so it's an interesting contest. I would say that Stroud has adjusted much quicker than Trevor has to, to the league. Um, he has. He had three three interceptions in his last game, though. So suddenly people are starting to get to him a little bit, maybe. And the Jags do have a good pass rush. Um, it's just a tall ask, I think, to go to the Texans for the way they're playing. And with the self-belief that that team seems to be playing with at the moment, it'll be a cracking game uh, and very, very close. I haven't made my mind up who I think is going to win yet. Is, is he having a dig now? It's a tall... It's a tall... It's Look, one of the things that, um, that always strikes me about the Jags is that they're quite streaky. So, you know, they'll have a run of games where they do really, really well, and then that's followed up by a run of games where they're not quite as good, and then that 
tends to follow up with another set of games where they get a lot better again. And that is um, a surefire sign by any measure that it's a team that's still in the building phase rather than being at the performing stage that they could eventually get to. Is that a fair assessment? I think they've got an identity crisis, the Jets. Yeah. I think that's the way I'd describe it. I don't, I don't, and I don't know if it comes from the coach um, and the quarterback. Is they, when they let Trevor be Trevor, they're outstanding. But he's, get, he's finding Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's had 300-yard games this year, and when, they, when they've got the ball to him on the deeper outs, they've looked like a completely different team, really exciting team, a team you'd really sort of fear in the playoffs. And when on some games, they just decide not to. Like, they want to be a running team, and all of a sudden they're running the ball and ETN's in the game more and they're boring. Um, so I don't know who they want to be. I don't know what version of themselves they think is going to make the playoffs. The Texans walloped them in week three uh, in Jacksonville. It was 37-13 and it was the sort of launch of CJ Stroud. Um, I, when you talk about coaching, an underrated tip for coach of the year surely is D'Amico Ryans, um, who, came into the, who came into the Texans, a Texans organisation that has been in the mire for years and years and years, one of the most sort of despised teams because they've just been so badly run. Um, and he's just completely changed the culture in, in six months. It's incredible. The two draft picks they made, everyone thought was slightly high. They, they thought they'd messed up by ending up, ending up with CJ Stroud, if you remember. Um, they got Will Anderson, which was a fantastic pickup because he started to play really well. Players on the back end, Derek Stingley's playing really well. Um, they're a good team and, and they're well coached and I think they have got an identity Devin Singletary is running the ball really well um, they've got a really good offensive line CJ Stroud's really well protected they've got a rookie called Tank Dell playing wide receiver who's it must be one of the crispest route runners I've seen in absolutely years I mean he's just a natural he actually reminds me of Calvin Ridley when Calvin Ridley first came out he's just a yard quicker um, the Texans for me I think are a team that could win the AFC South I think I think and I think a win here and a double over the Jags puts them in great order to do that. I think I think they're the better. I, I, I think the Texans are, are the better team. I think they know who they are and what they want to do. Um, and I just I'm really getting behind them and this coach. I'm, I'm really into the coach completely. They're um, fashionably unfashionable, the Texans, aren't they? Yeah, they're sort of designed yeah. to dislike them, but unfortunately, they appear to be doing the business. Mm. Well, I mean, the the Texans were. Uh, a franchise which pretty much identified themselves by being the franchise where JJ Watt was at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, they had Deshaun Watson come along and things went awry. I think they've recovered admirably. Um, the, 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 the issue with Will Anderson, though, for me, is how much draft capital they spent on him. Mm-hmm. Because they did trade back up to take him. And based on the levels of, of picks that they, they handed over for him, he has to become the Miles Garrett. Yeah. Uh, the, well, and, but he's on his way. He's, he's yeah. just, it's just, it's a lot of pressure on a player. I yeah. hope he does it. Asking him to be Miles Garrett is, is one thing. You, you, you talk about players like Agent Hutchinson, who was taken second. He can be an outstanding player for 10, 15 years. Doesn't necessarily mean he has to be Miles Garrett um, because there's very few Miles Garretts. What, one interesting stat about these teams is that. Do you like Miles Garrett, Dan? Huh? Do you like Miles I Garrett? I do like Miles Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell. Did you see the thing of the Steelers <laughs> game when he picked up the helmet? Um, and the offensive lineman ran over to take it off him, which I'll joke famously attacked the quarterback yeah, a few years ago. Um, uh, there's a stat on these two. So they've played each other 44 times. They're, uh, um, they're in the same conference, obviously. Um, and this is only the second game where they've met, where they both had a winning record. Wow, um, really? Yeah, there's some mad, there's mad stats because the Lions are obviously doing well and they're a sort of historically, they've been a recently bad team. The Browns are a recently bad team. 
the Texans, the Jags, all these teams that were bad for a long time, and now all of a sudden they've, they've turned it around and they're looking good. So the fact that all these four teams are in the playoffs picture at the moment is, I think, the first time ever that all four teams have been in the playoffs for, for a title. But yeah, 44 matchups and only second with a both with a winning record tells you how bad they've been. Amazing. Uh, picks? Texans. I'm going to go Jags. I'll go Texans, I think. Um, could go either way, though. Could go either way. Points. A uh, 9-25 game, Bills at Eagles. I mean, an out-of-form Bills side not really performing as well as they could have been performing and a very in-form Eagles side who arguably have been over-performing. Um, and I say that because I- I'm not sure they're as good as their record suggests, even though I think they're very, 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 very good. Um for me, this is straightforward. I can tell you my pick straight away. It would be the Eagles, just because I think uh, at, at at home, in form, Eagles, you know, and taking what Dan normally says to me, which is, you know, who's got the best unit on the field? Um, I'm not sure the Bills beat any of the Eagles units. Dan, no. um, I, I think you're right. I, the Eagles have had a fairly straightforward start. That their their schedule's been fairly fairly soft, but then they're, they're in a bit of a gauntlet now. So they had the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Bills. And I think they've got Cowboys, 49ers, I think, and then I think the Vikings. So well, easy one. Um, but they've got they're in a spell of five games where if they can come out of this with three losses, I think they'll be safe as the number one seed. Um, the Bills looked lively on on against the Jets on on Sunday. They they broke that Jets defense, yeah, yeah, which yeah. has kept a lot of teams quiet. Um, but they look they, with the new offensive coordinator. Obviously, they've been they were a bad news team last week, and all of a sudden it's all turned around again. Yep. They ran the ball better, um, which is interesting. They yeah. really ran the ball better. Um, whether that's the game plan, I'm not sure. Sean McDermott at the start of the season said he wanted to be a running team. He wanted to run more and take the pressure off Josh Allen. And I think his frustration with Ken Dorsey, who they fired last week was that they weren't running the ball. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's, it's interesting because Dorsey was um, McDermott's man. He brought him in. They've been together five years. He's been with Josh Allen for a long time. So it must have been a... It's a real severance of friendship, that, yeah. to make that. So it's a real statement. And the fact that they came out and ran the ball so well against a really good front tells me that's what they're going to do. Difficult to run against the Eagles. Uh, have you noticed something? Well... He's got his phone out. Yeah, I've, I've and he's got his phone stats. out because that means he's got a stat. I do. I'm a flyer as well. Thanks, Jim. Brown's fan, good guy. Uh, anyway, who's some here? Jim Brown. <laughs> yeah, well, From no, Jim, that's Calvary. not his name. Calvary. Jim Brown's fan. Jim the Brown. Just make yeah. it up. <laughs> okay. But um, he, he sent me a message for earlier, and it was basically MVP favourite, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Uh, he's thrown for 2,497 yards, 15 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. Yeah. yeah. Right, MVP favourite. Uh, Jordan Love <laughs> has thrown for 2,331 yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. 100 yards less, one touchdown more, one interception more. more. And we'll put that up on the screen for you. Dave will send it to us and we'll stick that. Yeah, we'll lies, on the damn lies and statistics. But, well, <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no running figures in there, right? That's kind of the point. For one thing, <coughs> which is running kind touch of key. That, Rushing touchdowns. Yeah. But it, it does Dual go threat. to show that even though we've got AJ Brown, they're not an especially great passing threat. It's just sometimes when they need to, they yeah, can switch to it and they destroy teams. Yeah. And it's really, I, I hate them, but I can't, <laughs> this I is can't the, see them losing. This was the, the thing course. against the Chiefs, wasn't it? In, in that they took AJ Brown away. They really took AJ Brown away, but they, then they found Devontae Smith. Yeah. Uh, and with, even without Dallas Goddard, that, that's affected the passing game. Uh, this Bills secondary is banged to death. There, there's nobody left. Kamari Elam's now gone down. Um, 
I think Micah Hyde's on the questionable list this week. They've got nobody left. So Tough. I think AJ Brown is going off. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. Uh, Eagles for me. Uh, bitterly, but yeah, Eagles. Exactly. The same. Okay, Damn, so uh, it's another it's another straightforward. But one come on, the Bills. Come on, the Bills. Uh, right. Okay. Beautiful <laughs> people at endzonekit.co.uk. If you use punts at checkout, you will get a lovely fifteen percent discount. Here's me talking more about it. Utter Punts is proudly sponsored by one of the best kit suppliers out there, Endzone Kit. Endzone is a transatlantic company whose mission is to make finding kits a little bit easier and a little bit more affordable so you can represent your favourite American sports teams. Whether you're looking for NFL, college football, baseball, hockey or basketball memorabilia, Endzone's got you covered. With sizes from newborn up to 3XL, anyone can find something at endzonekit.co.uk. And one of the things that we love is that they have a whole range of retro and pre-loved gear so you can rock your vintage style while supporting your team. So why not head to endzonekit.co.uk and find yourself a bargain. And because you listen to Utter Punts, you can have a 15% discount at checkout when you use the code PUNTS. endzonekit.co.uk, the place to go for your American sports kit. They are beautiful people too. We love them very much. Uh, so hello to Rene and Simon and to all the guys at endzonekit.co.uk. They're absolutely belting. Uh, right, before we do the next three previews, which are Ravens at Chargers, Bears at Vikings and Seahawks at uh, Cowboys. Cowgirls, Cowboys um, right, first time. <laughs> let's, uh, let's look at Fantasy Game Day. So Fantasy Game Day app gives you the opportunity to play daily fantasy football. Think DraftKings, but better and in the UK. It's pretty much how it is. And if you sign up using the code PUNTS, you will get a free entry uh, after you've put your first entry in. So essentially sign up, use the code PUNTS, put your entry in for £7.50, and then you'll get a free one because of us, which is great. And we love these guys too. So um, they're going to be uh, with us at our live show, which is happening right now. If you're listening anytime after... If you're listening on Thursday night, then it's happening now. If you're listening after Thursday, then it's already happened. And I don't really know why I've said it. So I'm back to the future um, too. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Uh, 1.21 gigawatts. Um <laughs> That'll mean nothing to anybody unless you've actually studied uh, Back to the Future. Uh, let's look at the players that you're picking and what positions you are picking them in. Dave? Uh, I'm going to go with a tight end. I'm going to start a Viking tight end. I think um, this is probably the last chance really to take advantage of the fact that Jefferson's not going to be about because Vikings go on a bye after this mm. week. He'll be back after that and at that point I imagine that a few targets might start going his way. Um, but Hawkinson has been in fantastic form despite being banged up. Uh, the, the, the Bears have been quite vulnerable to tight ends already this season. Uh, so Hawkinson's probably looking at good value despite what I think will be quite a large fee for him. Okay, good. Dan? Uh, I like Jonathan Taylor this week. They're playing the Bucks, who for two years we've been saying can't stop the run. They can't. Um, and he has started to look better and better mm-hmm. and better every week. Um, and I think he's he's their goal line threat. I think he's capable of going big yards, 150 yards, maybe some receptions in a points per reception league, and he's definitely good for a couple of touchdowns against these books. So I'd make him captain this week. He's cheap. He's cheaper than Cooper Cup. He might not even play. He's cheaper than players like Kamara and Barkley, who have got much worse matchups. Derek Henry. So I'd take Jonathan Taylor all day long, and I'd stick him in as my captain this week. Beautiful work. So Fantasy Game Day app, you can download it from either the Apple iTunes Store or from Google Play if you're on Android. Just bear in mind that if you think that you might have a problem, stop. Head yourself to begambleaware.org, and we'll put all of the links in the description. 
Uh, right then, Ravens at Chargers, your team, Dan, you get to go first. Uh, this is the late game on Sunday, and you know what? Could do with a little bit of a bounce back here, couldn't you? Well, after beating the Bengals. Yeah. But yeah I mean, you've had a sticky couple of weeks. Bengals was a nice bounce back. We've had some tough games. I mean, we, we played the, the Seahawks, two divisional games, and now we get the Chargers, so it's a, it's a, it's a tough road game. It's a long way for us to travel. We, you know, we've travelled quite a lot this year already. Yeah. But we've come into this week now with the number one seed in the AFC, um, and we need to play like it now. Uh, we've been there a couple of times the last couple of years and end up with injuries. Losing Mark Andrews is important, but they've lost Joey Bosa on their front, um, which will which really helps us because our offensive line is playing incredibly well. Uh, we didn't have Ronnie Stanley last week. He should be back. Our centre, Kyle Linderbaum's back. Um, our line looks really good. We're running the ball really well. Um, and I think the Chargers defence is just about the worst unit in football. <laughs> um, so even without Mark Andrews, a player called Isaiah Likely um, has played for us. He was a rookie last year. He's a really good receiver. He's really come on. He is, he, um, is he likely to play? He's likely to score uh, a lot of points if you pick him in your fantasy team. Um, because he yeah. he played a game last year against the Saints and went off for about 120 and two scores. Um, Lamar likes him. He's in the game anyway, but he's a good player. Odell's starting to look like Odell from a few years ago. Yeah. Um, that breakaway speed starting to find that. We've got players like Nelson Aguilar making plays. I think the Ravens are far too good for the Chargers. Okay. Justin Herbert does skate today. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm getting evils from behind the camera because I stole young Ollie's joke. And he sat behind the desk with, um, with, with producer Andy, and he's looking at me as though to say, how dare you steal that, you horrible thief. <laughs> uh, however, what I would say is, don't give them away for free. Uh, I'll use them. I'll steal them, and I um I don't care. Uh, what, you shouldn't care. No, I don't. I don't. What have you got uh, for Ravens at Chargers? Uh, just like just, just got a despicable team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I Joe Burrow? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, um, <coughs> the Chargers have absolutely stitched themselves up by keeping the head coach that they've got. Yeah. yeah. Most recent. Press conference again showed he's not a leader. He doesn't know how to actually deal with people. It was weird. I, like you, you're basically playing games with one arm tied behind your back. You've got a top quality quarterback. You've actually got a pretty decent offensive coordinator as well. Um, what you've got, unfortunately, is a man who doesn't seem to be able to get out of his own way. Um, he's meant to be a defensive genius, and he has got play he had players like Joey Bosa, uh, Derwin James. Ooh. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. they, they, they have a wealth of talent and somehow they're performing below the sum of their parts the, the French credit agency is going bust is what's going on they're, 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 but at least their draft stock's going up huh? um, so yeah uh, I, I can't see anything happening other than Ravens winning I hope the Chargers win just simply because I just like looking at Dan's face after a Ravens <laughs> on the podcast. Um, uh, look, Brandon Staley is clearly a man under pressure. He has been having a bit of a pop at reporters and stuff this week. I think he snapped about, uh, antici almost anticipated somebody asking him about calling the defensive plays, and he sort of snapped at him and went, you don't even need to ask that question. I'll be calling the defensive plays. Look, he's a man under pressure, and, and I can see why. You're picking? I'm picking the... The bad purple. Okay, thing. the Ravens. You're picking. Interesting with Brandon Staley when you watch him, 
he wears caps that are too big for his head. Yeah. Um, so when you watch, just up. when you see it, you'll never unsee it. Yeah, Ravens for me. Uh, Ravens for me too. If you can fit any more than a single finger in between your head and the cap, you're in all sorts of trouble. You can't even get one finger between his head so and that cap. Well. Um, <laughs> these legs. <laughs> uh, so another clean sweep from the utter punts. Uh, Ravens all three. Uh, Bears up Vikings. He went first for his team. You get to go first for your team. Well, Monday night football. The Vikings are still banged up, massively banged up. The, the Bears just had a little bit of a resurgence for, what, could you say 53 minutes of the game against yeah. the Lions before they finally threw it away. They, they, the the defence turned up. Uh, Fields showed the ability to pass the ball all around the field. Yeah, he looked good. Still dangerous with his legs, and yet somehow they choked and threw it away. Um, it's because it's the Bears, right? <sighs> I mean, I don't know. You takes a brave man to support the Bears, Liam. Yeah, it takes a brave. Right, I'm very tall one. I'm so, I'm so brave that I support the Giants. Uh, which, let me why tell you... Why do you support the Giants, Liam? Let me tell you. Well, why do you support the Giants? I have no idea, lads. Anybody figure out why I support the Giants? Can no, any, no, no, no. No? No. All right, no. good stuff. Uh, <laughs> although I am getting slightly concerned with the, 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 the Giants can't even tank properly, which is... Which is <laughs> which hilarious. is really annoying. Like, all of a sudden, DeVito, they decide to turn I, up and I, I play. Like DeVito. DeVito all of a sudden looks like he might be an actual quarterback, and the Giants go on anyway. We're not I talking about like them. We're talking Bears Vikings. Of Danny DeVito, but, yeah, um, but because <laughs> he's a legend. Back to Philadelphia, <laughs> mate. Honestly, he's <laughs> made that show good. <laughs> I didn't like it. Danny DeVito makes it amazing. Anyway, I hate you still, Philadelphia. <laughs> They don't uh, like you either, Dave. No, it's I fine. Know, it's I know. A, it's it's a it's, mutual it's, I'd hatred. I'd say it's, it's, it's love-hate, but there's no love. Uh, Bears-Vikings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings just because we can't lose that one. And uh, I knew I knew we were going to lose to the Broncos. I asked them to because Renee needed cheering up. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll pick the Bears. Now, now we've had the um, biased opinion. Will you give us the full rundown of how that's actually going to go? I'm a bit worried for the Vikings in this one, mm. uh, and be, only because the the, oh, the, no. un, the unscripted nature of this Bears offense would would concern me. Flores has done a great job coaching up the defense. We spoke about it last week that he's done a great job coaching them up because there's no yeah. real, not much talent in there, but he's got a really good scheme. What happens when you get a really good scheme that's well coached is if you meet an offense that's completely off piste and completely scrambled. Um, and doesn't really know what it's doing. It's hard to defend against. Yeah, yeah. And the Bears... And they're so bad, they might just <laughs> they might be good. <laughs> they're, they're, they're so terrible. <laughs> How do you game plan against a team that hasn't got a game plan? Is my point. That's and fair. I think off, off cuff with, with Fields and Moore, their connection was really good again last week. It's been good when they've played. Yep. I'd be scared of the Bears because the Bears can put up points and then you're going to put pressure on... Josh, on Josh Dobbs and I, mm. I wonder if the, the tape on Dobbs is coming out a little bit um, so I just worried about the Vikings slowing down I think the Vikings are absolutely shooing for the playoffs now they've got a two game lead I think two and a half game lead given their record on the NFC yep. teams like the Seahawks are going to fade, are fading away um, teams like the Rams I can't see making a run there's nothing from the south so the, the Vikings will get into the playoffs but this is a scary little game I wouldn't be I wouldn't be touching the Vikings with Dave's money alright are you going with I'll go with the Vikings. You're going with... I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears as well because uh, I have to fit with the um, stereotype that has been created. The narrative is absolutely right. We should all pick our own team this week. Yeah, well, I have. I picked the Giants because they can't even tank properly. I've already described this situation. (laughs) I'm just trying to keep you happy by pretending that I quite like the Bears, uh, which isn't true. Um... (laughs) 
What's fading wrong? away. Wrong Seahawks, everything. <laughs> Fucking everything. Excuse me. Everything is wrong with the Bears. You don't dislike him. I, I do. I quite like Justin Fields. I've said that. I'll, I'll hold my hands up. Quite like him as a quarterback. Don't like the franchise. Terrible. Awful. Horrible. And Chicago's grim and miserable. Uh, Seahawks are... Of course, if so you'd like to invite us to a game, that would be great. So much trouble. <coughs> don't go over him with a winter, I mate. Don't, I don't mean it. And <laughs> I love your Italian-American um, population as well, just so we're absolutely clear. Dresden Files, um, great best, books. Best love your Chicago. Yeah, pizza. Chicago, Chicago pizza. pizza. Versus New York pizza versus... Yeah. Pizza. Italian pizza? Chicago. Chicago. Seahawks at Cowboys is the next one. We've already said that they're fading away, the Seahawks, but are they going to have enough to deal with the Cowboys is the question. Dan? No. Okay, good. Dave? No. Okay, good. That's the preview absolutely (laughs) done. It's going to be Cowboys the whole way. Seahawks just don't have enough. Uh, Is there any... The Cowboys are going to batter the Seahawks because the Seahawks are playing really bad. And everyone's going to go, oh, actually, the Cowboys might catch the Eagles and there might be a chance in the NFC. And then they'll play someone decent, like the Eagles, the Fortnite's, and they'll get twatted. So, Cowboys will win, but they won't do anything else. Is Gino even going to be fit for this game? You know, the crowd are talking about benching him. The crowd are shouting for Drew Locke, which I find mad. Horrific, but... Actually, when you look at his stats, he's not playing well. Good enough. He's not playing, he's, he's not, he's not playing well, but would Drew Block be any well, No. They might want to find out, no. I guess. Well, I, I tell you what, playing Sundays. You know, no. Depending on how that result goes, we can talk about Gino next week. I'm, I might even make it my talking point. Hmm. Yeah, okay. good. We will be back on Otterpunts with a full podcast next Thursday. Again, sorry that it's only a short one this week, but hopefully we've given you a little bit of previews. We will put some of the uh, betting tips that we normally do up on our social media pages. Check them out. Just search for Otterpunts Podcast wherever you get your podcast from, and we will see you. Um, yeah, next Thursday. <laughs> Bye, boys. Oh, yesterday. Bye, Bye boys. <laughs>